Did you know that 62% of online retailers have experienced a late or failed delivery due to bad address data? On this episode, I'm going to shed light on the actual cost of failed deliveries. The numbers will startle you. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kunay Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. With retail moving online, finding a good domain name has become ever so important. But the challenge is that most decent.com addresses are either difficult to acquire or unavailable. The good news is that retailers now have a powerful alternative with the .store domain name. A .store domain name will be short, relevant, and directly associate your site with e-commerce and retail. Search engines give .store domains the equal attention and importance as .com TLDs. .store domains have already been adapted by top brands such as Emirates. So if you check out Emirates.store, you get to a store there. Jimi Hendrix, so Jimi Hendrix.store, and F1 Formula One, F1.store. If you want a short and snappy domain name for your retail brand or your online store, you can now get a .store domain for just £4.99, which is about $6.99, using the coupon code 2XSTORE. That's 2XSTORE on get.store. Just go to get.store in your search engines and use 2XSTORE. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. My fellow 2Xers, I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Um, whether in the, you're in the mid-tier, you're starting up, or you're an enterprise, I'm geared 
to to helping you just grow your store and scale it by 2x, 3x, or even 10x. So if you're looking to grow metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales, you're in the right place. Today's episode is quite special. I was going through data, you know, um, through my Twitter feed and um, through a few press releases. And I came across um, some information from um, uh, an address verification company called PCA Predict. They basically verify at checkout, you know, addresses based off on, you know, postcodes or um autocomplete, you know, um, you know, address autocomplete. So you, you've been in many checkouts, several checkouts in which you just start to type out your address and then, you know, bingo, it, it sort of automatically knows almost like autocomplete on Google, you know, automatically knows what your, your address is. So PCA predicts, um, do this address verification. And basically they came up with a report about like bad address data, which is very much related to what they do. And um, what they were able to shed, you know, it was quite interesting. And I thought, okay, let me try and get someone from PCA Predict, you know, on on the show. And it was just down to like bad data, you know, bad data, address data, the effects of bad address data at checkout. And the 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 results or you know the 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 data is startling in terms of how much you lose. You, you, fact is like, you know, at checkout. Um, you you really want to make your checkouts really fast. And at the same time, you know, you want to get, you know, customer data, you know, as accurate as possible. So I think they surveyed, um, you know, customers in the US, the UK and Germany, and they came up with um, very, very interesting results. And today I'm going to be speaking with the head of marketing, Chris Boas, um, who is going to shed some more light, you know, on, on, on what... Um, you know, on, 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 on what bad address data, you know, really has the effects bad address data really has on, on businesses and, you know, um, just general, you know, growth in online retail. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Chris Boas to the show. Welcome. Hi, thanks. Thanks very much for having me. Fantastic. Um, could you take a minute or two to introduce yourself and then, um, PCA predict, please. Of course, yes. So, um, as you said, I'm Chris Boaz. I'm head of marketing for PCA Predict. Um, we're a uh, address verification technology business. We're part of uh, GBG. And um, we've been in the market for the last 15 years, really. And uh, we've, we've led the way on innovating address verification in the UK and across the globe. Um, like you said, I head up the marketing function uh, globally, which means that we've got a team of people here that are focused on improving our customer experience and, and bringing and educating people on why address verification and other data verification tools are really important. Okay. That sounds interesting. Um, for those of our listeners that are not really aware about, um, you know, the technology, could you, you know, um, just explain what exactly address verification is and how it, you know, works in, in the e-commerce, in an e-commerce context, please? Sure. So most people that have shopped online would have seen um, address verification and most people would have seen PCA predicts technology uh, while they've been shopping online as well, but not necessarily known that they were using using us. So essentially when you're shopping online, uh, you get to your uh, checkout page, uh, you've got your goods in your cart and you need to start entering your, your details. So obviously you go through your, your name. If you're shipping goods, then you need to ship them to 
a location. And that's where we come in. So um, in the UK, it's relatively simple because our address format is obviously linked to our postcode. So there's there's two ways in which, uh, two real ways in which you, you would have seen address verification. So you type in your postcode and then you have a drop down with a, a fixed number of addresses. You select that address and then it populates the rest of the address field. That data, that address data is... Um, is verified and accurate at, at source. And by that, I mean verified postal data. So, for example, Royal Mail, or in the US, it will be USPS and Canada Post. And um, so you, what, what we do is we verify that data at point of entry. Mm-hmm. Um, the other way that you may have seen, so uh, some of our customers, for example, ASOS, would use a single-line type-ahead address verification method. Mm-hmm is um, very similar to a search engine autocomplete. So you start typing your address and it, based on your, loca- your location, it will give you predicted um, answers. Yeah, and, and I think um, the point online retailers sh- should take note is that the checkout process, especially for newly registered you know, customers or potential customers, dramatically um, reduces, you know, in terms of the time, you know, expended to actually entering every line. It's, it, it makes it effortless, right? 100%, yeah. Removes yeah. friction, removes the, the, the brain power, the cognitive load really on, mm. on entering an address. And especially when you're talking on a mobile device, we yeah. all suffer from fat finger syndrome. If you, if we can reduce a input fields to just a single line, it gives retailers um, that real estate back to use for. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and it kind of reminds me of um, you know um, other innovations like Typeform, you know, um, for in the lead gen you know space where you know the user is served just one field, you know, yeah. for a task, and um, all of a sudden, even if you have you know um, twenty questions you're asking them, they don't really feel it because it's. You know, it's just one field, you know, at a time. Brilliant. Okay, let, let's talk. And then you are um, in North America, I believe, US, Canada, Europe, and um, the UK. Yeah, so we've got 11,500 customers spread across the globe, really. So the majority of which are in the UK, um, like you said, North America and uh, mainland Europe. We do have customers, um, like I said, globally, um, whether they're in Australia, uh, parts of Asia, Um and we, some of those customers would be the likes of uh, ASOS, Nordstrom in the US, okay. but not just retailers as well. We Wherever anyone needs to verify and capture an address, okay. we're there. Interesting. So I, I came across, the reason I you know I asked you guys to, to come on the show is because I came across um, um, a, a report of yours. It was like a white paper around um, field deliveries um, and the fact uh, of the cost of field deliveries and, you know, online retailers listening to, to this show now, um, know how expensive it is, you know, for, you know, for, for them to, to fail, to fail a delivery, you know, it's, it's a huge, um, you know, um, logistics nightmare, you know, in terms of, um, you know, actually losing money, not delivering, you know, your goods, it, it, it creates unhappy customers and, you know, more or less, um, you're going to have to send it twice if you get the address a second time. So, um, I found the data very interesting, and um, could you just give us an overview of um, of your findings, please? Yeah, so um, I guess a bit of background to the, the research that we that we completed. So this was um, across the UK, US, and Germany. 
uh, we did two studies. One of them were a, was aimed at technology decision makers within retailers, and we interviewed about 300 uh, people there. And, and then a second study was aimed at regular online consumers. And that was just over 2,000 that we interviewed uh, with a fairly equal split across those three, three regions. So one of the, one of the key uh, stats, actually, that came from that was that one in 20 online orders results in a failed delivery. Um, so that, that's quite a significant amount. Right. Um, but the key, one of the, the key things is this report was around how understanding failed deliveries um, in the e-commerce market and then really trying to drill down into how that can be fixed. Um, so if you look back at some of the, um, the cost implications of a failed delivery from, from the research that we, that we did with the retailers that were a fairly broad range um, in terms of size, that we, on average, in the UK, um, a failed delivery costs just over £14 to, hmm. to serve. And about 5.5% of, um, of orders a year results in a failed delivery. Wow. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's it significant. It is. And that's just in the UK. When you, when you combine the US data and the, and the data we received from Germany, um, we're talking dollars now, US dollars, but that cost per failed delivery on average is, is almost $18. Oh, wow. um, if you take in the number of orders a year, the, the cost to each retailer is just shy of $200,000. Right. Okay. So, so this is, this is a huge problem, you know, which a lot of people don't realize, you know, that 5%, you know, is, is huge. You know, if you get, if you, you if you manage to increase, you know, your margins by 5%, it could make a huge difference in, in how you grow your business. So why is it important for retailers to improve, you know, their data quality? Where, where are these, where's the shortfall, you know, coming from and how can data quality be improved? So it's, um, you, you're always going to have that human error um, issue mm. uh, when you're asking somebody to enter data, data points. So eliminating that human error um, every way you can is crucial. Taking that out of the equation is, is really important. So um, the, the, how we can fix failed deliveries really is, is there's, there's a few areas, one of them being data and making sure that all retailers use verified data sources mm. and technology like ours that can help move the process for shoppers while, when they're using your uh, checkout. Mm. So we, we did find actually that there was a, a mismatch between the retailers and the, the online, online shoppers about whose fault it was. So obviously retailers are blaming shoppers for not entering the correct address, but retailers shouldn't really have to put that shouldn't be putting that emphasis on their, their consumers. It should, we, as online shoppers, we would expect the retailer to take every step possible to, to make it an easy process. Um, so by introducing tools within the checkout that can uh, remove that friction and make the process as smooth as possible, yep. Retailers. So, so PCA Predict is, 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 is a provider of, you know, verification, you know, of address verification data. Um, who are your other competitors? So core competitors would be people like Google, um, mm-hmm. uh, Experian, Experian Data Quality. 
um, those, those would be our core competitors that, okay. um, that offer similar solutions. Okay. Okay. And um, how do you guys differ? What 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 are the? I know I know I'm asking you from a PCA predict standpoint, but what what, what are, who are the? How do you how do you guys differentiate yourselves? What your, your what are your strengths and you know weaknesses across the board? You know you three. And is Experian also based in North America or um, just the UK? No, Experian have got operations globally as well. Yeah. Okay. So the core the core differences are that we build our technology based on end user experience, so customer experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have, and that's a that's a fundamental part of our business. So making sure that when a retailer or another um, business implements our technology, it enhances their customers' experience. Mm-hmm. Which is a which is a huge um, priority. Mm. Now we we have data sourced from around 240 countries and territories globally. Mm-hmm. That data is updated every single day, and that feeds our our search engine. Um, that's essentially what we are. The technology layer on top of that search engine is is leading. It's best in class. Now we have a large team of developers we've got a large team of analysts that look at behavior that look at that user experience and we feed that directly back into our technology and do, do, do you work um in like mobile apps so if like i was a store that had you know an online you know um well well, well an iphone app would could i integrate pca predicts yeah 100 percent. yes oh, nice. okay. the, the, the deployment options are uh are varying so from an e-commerce perspective, we would use um, you could use us with uh, some key integrations like uh, sorry some key platforms like Magento, mm-hmm. Salesforce, Commerce Cloud, Shopify, etc. Um, or you take our code and you 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 tailor it for how you need the setup. Honestly, it takes less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a developer, but it is a, a copy and paste job. Okay. Um, so that's really easy. That's again one of our key criteria. So as the business has been built over the last 15 years, the um, integrations, ease of deployment, and that customer experience have been paramount to everything we do. I mean, for, for online retailers listening, there, there are two use cases for, you know, using an address verification, you know, in, in your checkout, you know, um, you know, data points. One is obviously you're, you're, you're going to improve the speed, you know, in, in, in which, you know, people register or check out. You know, for guest checkouts and and the second is data quality you know as chris just alluded to and i was having a conversation with chris earlier about um a friend um a family friend of ours in bedford and when we put their address or their postcode because they live in a new development and when we put their postcode in google you know google maps surprisingly google maps um we don't get you know it's we don't get the location it's it's just not found um but when we put it on apple maps which which is interesting which should be the reverse you know um we we, we get it spot on and um you were talking about like um, the fact that you know Google uses street map um, you know data points versus what you guys do, which is um, you get it from from Royal Mail from from actual you know data sources from Royal Mail and you said USPS. Could you expand it a little bit on that, please? Yeah, sure. So, um, like you said, competitors such as Google will use their their own data. So when you see a Google streetcar coming around your area, they'll be they'll obviously be collecting that data, and that's the data that they use to serve their their maps and their, their address tool. Mm-hmm. Um, how we differ is that our data is at points of origin. So like you said, for in the UK, we will use Royal Mail and we will use the, the postcode address file to serve the um, 
serve our search engine. And we supplement that with other um, data points. So we'll have geocodes and spatial location data. We have additional data sets such as, such as multi-residence and, and not yet built data. Mm -hmm. um, and we Royal Mail updates their address file with about 3,500 amends or new records every single day. And that automatically gets fed into our our data repository. Now, Google doesn't do that. So they are on their own data to do that. So if you're not if you're either not using address verification at all, or you're using um, a different provider, then there's high chance that you don't have accurate address. Mm. Data. So especially, obviously, if you're not using any address verification, you're solely relying on human um, entry, data entry. Um, when you use a technology such as PCA predicts, um, you're guaranteed to get uh, verified and accurate data 100% um, of the time. Okay. Um, so beyond implementing, you know, um, a you know address verification, um, you know, data point or you know. Um, technology tech um how else can retailers improve the delivery process sure so uh, obviously the collecting data capturing that data and verifying is is only a small part of the journey pca predictor are a key component of retailer success but we are a, a small component the the biggest thing that we saw from the research that we that we did um recently was that You've got that financial implication, that cost per fail delivery that I've mentioned, mm -hmm. um, but it's much bigger than that. It's it's about brand reputation, and when you buy something online, your contract, your relationship is with the brand or the, the retailer that you purchased it, purchased it from, not with the courier typically that is taking over that experience and, and delivering your goods to your doorstep. But... Um, but retailers are passing off a part of their customer experience to, to that, that courier. So there's just two things, really. Um, retailers need to engage and partner with a, a, a solid courier and make sure that they trust that, that logistics firm to carry on your brand experience right to the front door. How do you validate the the um, you know the logistics firms? You know, how do you know what which is good? You know, beyond um, your, your standard Royal Mail or um, USPS. So you're going to have to really delve deep into that. The retailer is going to need to take time to make their own evaluations and and to, to partner with somebody that they they can trust to carry that that reputation forward. Somebody that's committed to providing fantastic user experience, sorry, customer experience throughout the whole process. Whether that's somebody that has their own um, system set up that provide real time access to where your, your parcels are, provide you with text or email notifications or an app notification when they're close by. It's all of those elements that go into choosing somebody that, that's right. And there's, there's lots of, I can't talk about who the best ones are because um, that's not my subject area, but there are. Um, a lot of couriers out there that do things fantastically well um, and there's a lot out there that can do things a lot better but the, the key thing to remember is that you your as a consumer your relationship is with that with the brand that you purchase from not with the courier and if you have a bad experience you're going to take to social media you're going to contact the retailer it's making sure that 
they that you have that overall experience once the package is left the retailer and to your front door um you're still going to engage with the retailer so if they get it wrong at any point um it could have a big impact on their on their brand reputation so keeping consumers informed is a must it's um it, it's on the retailer to to take that upon themselves to make sure that it happens yeah. all, all, all through the delivery you know um process that makes sense and and i suppose um they could also put checks in place um at the very last mile um in the event you know an address is not found you know um they should always have I guess um, the the customer's phone number, a way to communicate with them to say, "Hey, we're you know at what we thought was your address, um, and there's no one here." I suppose you know something like that. Yeah, definitely. I think you've, we've gone past the point of um, just being able to deliver to your neighbours now, mm. or to in a safe place, um, especially with the the value of some of the goods that we're purchasing online nowadays. Mm. Um, so that's really important. I think it's. All of this, I've, I've mentioned the cost per failed delivery. Mm. I've mentioned the impact it has on your brand. This is um, it's a much bigger focus area that retailers need to pay attention to. Final question, or um, before your final question, this is one question. How do you think retailers you know, across the UK, the US, Germany, North America can actually reduce that 5% you know, on average to to three percent you know in the next year so that really comes down to using the right tools and technology mm. so having that accurate data in a um provided to the retailer is going to be critical so like i've said how, with the amount of updates to those data files um that happen every day it's it's crucial that a retailer is able to access those mm. and the consumer you're not relying on consumer um behavior to to validate them it's really about taking all of the the process and the the trouble away from the consumer and and making it super easy when you think about shopping on a mobile device for example which is growing year on year in every country it's it we like i've mentioned fat finger syndrome taking that um experience and, and improving it is crucial i'm sure at some point in the future, we won't have to, to write our postcode and write our address down on a, on a mobile phone. Are you guys investing in voice then? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're very much interested in technology and yeah. we, I'm not going to talk about that in this. I know, I know but yeah, that, that's a hint. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an area that is of, of huge interest to us. Interesting, interesting. Okay, um, before I let you go, Chris, um, I had to ask you just one question. Um, so ready when you are. Um, so what one piece of advice can you give to retailers keen on growing their business in the next 12 months? Sure. So I'd, you need to focus on customers. Um, use that customer insight from all the varying sources that you have and, and to, to deliver actions based on that insight. So make sure that um, you're, you're, you've got a key eye on the detail. Um, mobile is always going to be there. So I think as long as you, as a retailer, you've got 100% focus on developing your mobile channels, it, that's going to be crucial. But listening to customers, um, customer experience is, is key to success and to growth. 
listening to customers. That's a very, very good one. Thank you so very much for, you know, um, sharing, you know, data on and the checkout process and failed, you know, um, uh, deliveries, you know, um, due, 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 due to wrong data in the first place. Um, it's been a pleasure, you know, um, having you on the show. And yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's been great um, talking to you and being able to share this, this data with your listeners. Thanks very much. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. To download the show notes and read the full transcript and to find previous episodes of the show, head over to 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter or on the handles Kune T. Campbell and also 2xecommerce. New episodes of the 2xecommerce podcast show come out every Wednesday if you haven't already, please leave us a review and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get the podcast. If you love this episode, share it with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And um, yeah, 2X e-commerce is produced by me, Kune Campbell, with the help of Boban Markedge. Do have a fantastic one and thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.